party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast, where the tag gaming table is always built for two. I, I did not almost forget the tagline of the show. I, will not, I want that on record. That was a pause for dramatic effect. Uh, we are coming to you live from Tattooed Moms, that is 530 South Street, as part of the 2019 Philadelphia Podcast Festival. The festival is a collection of live podcasts coming together for special free live shows for the public to, to show the thing that we love to celebrate podcasting and the art form itself. It is a great event. I'm excited to be here. This is probably my favorite bar in the city, and this is my favorite city in the world, so that's pretty high praise. That is. So uh, why don't we just go ahead and get into it? Uh, everybody knows the premise of Party of One. It is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. This week, I am joined once again by my good friend, J.R. Goldberg. J.R., thanks Hello. for coming back on Party of One. Yeah, of course. It's absolutely my pleasure. Although, I must confess that I feel like I'm getting typecast uh, a little as, bit. as a little the wrestling bit. guy. I was looking forward to playing some elf games or yeah, something, I, you know? But. You know, I, I, went, I, looked, I had two games side by side, and I said, I can either have you play a weird elf or a weird wrestler. And I said, you know what? I feel like, if, if you, I feel like we should all... My life philosophy is just be on my bullshit all the time. So I feel like, you know, we should just all aspire to that. I think if anyone has ever seen my Twitter, I, my life philosophy is also being on my bullshit all the time. Oh, so. that's important. It's important for the both of us. So, yeah, why don't you take a moment and tell the listeners at home uh, anything that you're working on you might want them to know about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm J.R. Goldberg. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WrestlingBubble. Um, and my Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash Cementville. Um, I guess Cementville is probably the game I'm most well known for because uh, Reddit got a hold of it and made it famous for a little bit. Um, that's exciting. Which was cool, yeah, and weird. Um, but that's a game about being... Reddit a, in a nutshell, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a game about being uh, like a poor, shitty wizard in a small Midwestern town and not having the money to buy spell components uh, and seeing how uh, stuff goes wrong when you don't have the things that make magic work. Uh, and the mechanic is flipping cards. Nice. Um, I yeah. love that. Which is I'm, I'm all for any weird like gameplay mechanic. I, yeah. I'm all about it, which is part of why I'm excited to play the game, tonight's game. Yeah, absolutely. This is very fun. Uh, I'm also a big wrestling fan. Um, my Patreon has a lot of wrestling essays, so uh, I think that's probably why I was invited to do the last one that we did, which is Wreckage in the Ring, mm -hmm. and uh, and then this one, too. I don't actually know. I don't think I told you this, um, but uh, uh, one of my favorite game designers, uh, this guy from Brazil, Gontijo, um, wrote me in the DMs the other day to say he listened to oh my goodness. the Wreckage in the Ring. That makes He's, me so happy. Yeah. He said he, he wasn't... He's not a fan of wrestling in the least... Uh, this DM was sort of unsolicited, but he listened to it and he loved the episode. That's fantastic. Um, that makes me so happy. That yeah. means that we did our job. For which sure. means that the stakes are high for this one. Absolutely. Honestly. We have to follow it up. Yeah. yeah. We have to have a good sequel. This is really, you know, the, you know, Ken, we, the first one was Kenny Okada 1, which got five <laughs> and a quarter stars or whatever that number was. Now we're now we're in we're into Dominion, right? Dominion 20, that was the next match? I think so. We're referring to the research department? Yeah. All right, producer Jen Frank confirms for us that that was Dominion, <laughs> which means that the stakes are higher now. People are really going to be judging this episode based on that one, which means don't fuck this up for me. I will try my best. All right. <laughs> I've had more to drink already than I did the entirety of last Exciting. time. Which I think actually makes this probably better 
already. I think so. I'm yeah. feeling good. I'm feeling like this is going to be a lot of fun. Yep. So this week, we are playing Heel Turn 3 by Brian Baker. It was one of the games created as the pro for the Pro Wrestling Game Slam 2K19, which was a game jam. <laughs> Woo! All right. Which was a game jam for games about professional wrestling. This one is inspired by the Mountain Goat song Heel Turn 2. And so it is about heel turds. It is specifically a story about a tag team in a tough spot, like, and dealing with that and seeing if we can, you know, maintain our friendship throughout, like, a, you know, the, the quintessential, like, painful tag team loss. So here's how this game is going to work. Uh, we start out with, uh, the game is driven by a number of, like, colored objects, tokens, etc. Because this is a live show and it wouldn't be a live show without a little bit of audience bribery, we have Kit Kats. Uh, they are, uh, ignore the Christmas decorations. I did, in fact, buy these a week ago. And I, I am certain that the dollar store would not sell me seven-month-old Kit Kats, even if they were, like, 15 for a dollar. I'm certain that these are brand new, and they're just celebrating Christmas in July, right? That's, that's Christmas the only, in July is a real thing yeah, that so people that's, celebrate. That's the only logical explanation. Yeah. But um, So the way this works is we are going to play through a number of scenes. We are a tag team who has found their way into a prestigious tag team titled tournament. There are four rounds. It is a 16-team tournament. And we are going to make our way through three of those rounds successfully. We are going to lose the fourth round. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And at the end of that, we are going to find out if our friendship, if our tag team camaraderie is strong enough... To, to hold true in that moment of painful defeat or if one of us is going to snap and turn on the other. Now, the game doesn't technically... This was something that producer Jen Frank and I were talking about before the show. The game doesn't include a mechanic for if we both turn heel. <laughs> but I think I'm going to leave that window open for that possibility because I, 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 I like that as a possible ending for our story. Let's, we're we're not I mean, there yet. Th there's a possibility that we could both snap and that our friendship <laughs> grows stronger yeah, because that of it. That we find a new, a new level of camaraderie right. in being awful people. Yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities that come with this painful loss. But to get there, first we need to create our wrestlers. There's no real guidelines for this, so we're just going to kind of... We've been talking a little bit about it. Uh, the rough setting that we've come up with is sometime in the past, somewhere in America, somewhere with no budget. Uh, and we are two, two wrestlers. Jared, tell us about the concept of our tag team that you pitched me right before the show. So... Uh, do you want do you want my character or do you want should we just sort of go over the preamble? Let's go we with the thinking? preamble, okay. and then we'll kind of get into our characters. Alrighty. So, in my head, we came up together. We maybe we trained together. Right. We were we were in wrestling school together, and we debuted on television. You know, we probably had a couple vignettes beforehand, and people thought we were going to be a big deal. And we lost a few matches out of the gate. And, and think about it almost like real sports or something like that, where you, you, know, you have someone, and they're maybe not quite ready for prime time, but you know, the announcers are there saying, you know, once they put it all together, they're going to be big things. Yeah. But we just sort of never put it together. Right. We just never had that connecting moment. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, they're, but we stayed together out of it. And, but we just kept losing. Mm -hmm. And we're... We're a jobber tag team. You yeah. know, I don't think that we've we've really ever won a match uh, aside from by DQ when right. you know somebody just beats us up horribly and gets DQ'd because of it. But I think that we've never had a clean pinfall or anything like that 
until very recently mm -hmm. when they announced this tag team tournament for the vacant yeah. tag team championship. Uh, the Road Hazards, Pothole and Pile Up actually took a contract with that company in New York. So yep. they are they are headed off. Exactly. And so they, uh, I don't know, got like banned for life because they were too violent. Yeah, and so sure. the titles have been vacated. The titles have been vacated. And we were... We were put up as patsies, essentially, yeah. against the the you know second big heel tag team that everyone assumed would just destroy us, right? But through some sort of rare happenstance, we had the match of our lives. Maybe there was a distraction from yep. another team involved. That seems reasonable, some right? Mis probably some miscommunication. Absolutely. You know, missed, a, a missed clothesline here and caused an argument that we were able to capitalize yeah, on. Yeah, and there was a roll-up, mm -hmm. and we sure. beat the presumptive winner that thought we were essentially a bye into this tournament. Mm -hmm. And now we, with our record of one win, 185 losses yep. or something like that, are one of the eight teams possibly, or no, the 16, 16 teams. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, my math is wrong. 16 teams possibly vying to win this tag team championship of the world. I, I love it. Uh, this is this very strong. Uh, I, I feel like I, I'm connecting with this off of my love of low-level jobbers and my love of unlikely underdog stories. I'm very I'm very into this, even knowing where the story is going to end. Absolutely. So the character notes that I've been thinking about for my wrestler is I've been watching... Speaking of jobbers, I've been watching a lot of vignettes <laughs> of my all-time favorite... Well, second all-time favorite jobber tag team. My favorite being 3MB now and forever. Uh, actually, maybe top three, because I forgot about Los Ice Creams, who are also very good. Oh, yes. So my third favorite... Jobber tag team is Rybaxel. Ryback and Curtis Axel. And I've been watching a lot of their segments because they're all just so absolutely weird that, like, I think I want to be someone who is kind of right down the middle. And I think it ties in nicely with the idea that we were sort of groomed for greatness and didn't get there. If, you know, one, if, I, if my character was, like, a, a legacy wrestler who, like, looked like an intimidating meathead, like a, like a big, burly, you know, sack of shit wrestler, and then, like, just didn't connect. Like, the audience was just like, I don't care. It was I don't... just a little too weird. Yeah, yeah. a little bit too off-putting for the audience. And so I decided my character's name is Ace the King Queen Jack. Uh, the Queen Jack family is, like, a... a... <laughs> A legacy of, like, kind of um, roguish heel, you know, lovable, kind of a Guerrero or a Flair family where they were, like, cheaters, but you kind of loved them. And we, uh, like, that was sort of the idea of, and so I was the next generation of this. I came in looking like a million bucks, but I was this awkward weirdo that couldn't quite connect. And so the audience just sort of didn't respond. I love it. I love it. I, um... <laughs> the the really the only thing I came into this podcast knowing was my character's name, which is Casual Dan Sexton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad that Extremely I got a laugh good. out of that. Um, Extremely good. Yeah. Uh, so I I guess tagging along with that, I think that I I also probably have the look, you know, the the yeah. similar like I'm a I'm a big sort of meathead dude, but I think the casual nickname is probably more derisive mm -hmm. than than is necessary like i just don't have that killer instinct yeah. that puts wrestlers over the top 
and uh, and instead, I just float through life. You know, I got as far as I could on my good looks and my musculature. Uh, but other than that, you know, I, I'm, I'm content yeah. with the role that I have. You know, not everyone can be a winner. Right, sure. You know, the world needs ditch diggers. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're getting paid one way or the other. Absolutely, like the maybe not as much, but, you know, it's a living. Yeah, sure. That's all that Matt, like, he, yeah. the literal definition of a jobber. It is your job and you do it and you get paid. Absolutely. And I think, like... I almost picture, I think I probably have, like, a not dissimilar outlook, but only because my family's probably, like, fairly well off already. Sure. If we're, like, a wrestling dynasty. Yeah. Like, like I'm probably, like, okay, I could probably coast and just do, like, family events in the way that, like, the lesser members of, like, a dynasty family can just be like, yeah, I'm just going to show up when they need, like, eight of us to do a Cibernetico. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think that we've carved out a little niche yeah. for ourselves. We you have know? our we have our fans, not many of them, but they're here and they're they're loving. They're here and they're excited for us. All we strive for is to be relevant for a few select people. Yeah. We're talking about our characters right now. We're this characters, is, yes, absolutely. This not is, me specifically. This is us roleplay. Yeah. This, is role play. <laughs> this is us telling a, story, a fictional story. So, okay. So we've got our characters. We've made our way into the tag team title tournament. We are the uh, I guess the last thing we need is like a tag team name or a gimmick. Are we just like a two guys tag team or do we or have we come together with like a shtick? You know, I gave this a little bit of thought, right? And I think that over the years, we've probably a couple of times tried to like rebrand, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe to like give us that spark. I think that was probably early on in our career to, you know, but it just never felt real. And I think at this point, we're probably just our names. Yeah. Right? We're probably just those two dudes. Yep. That yeah. probably makes sense. That feels right. That yeah. we're, you know, I, I, I picture us coming out in like trunks and leather jackets. I feel like that's sure. like a... Absolutely. Exactly the kind of level of detail that you give to someone that yep. you're like, that's fine. You're, that's your character. Your leather jacket now. Yeah. We don't like. We probably have entrance music, but it's never played on television. No, never once. So, so no one knows what it is except for us. So yeah, that's our characters. That's our our tag team. Now we get into the actual meat of the game. All right. So here's how this is gonna work. I have loaded this commemorative WWE Collector's Cup with four Kit Kats each in original and mint chocolate. So we've discussed it before the show and agreed upon that the original flavor Kit Kat will represent the babyface token. Which is to say, if we feel good about it, it is, it is the representation of us being, like, heroic, noble wrestlers. The mint chocolate, which I had one, and it was like, even though I am a noted lover of things mint-flavored, not great. Tremendous chaotic energy. The mint-flavored Kit Kat will be the heel token, which represents being tempted by the dark side, <laughs> eking out wins, and sort of the tension between us growing until one turns on the other. So we've loaded this with a number of tokens for each because we'll be playing four scenes, and after each scene, we are going to draw an additional token and drop it in the cup. Each of us will choose how we feel coming out of that scene, we'll drop it in the cup, so we'll drop two tokens. And now I will ask the audience to, I'm gonna ask all of you also to play a role in this. You're all familiar with professional wrestling, yes? You know the language of wrestling. Uh, I'm gonna ask you if you feel like after the end of a scene, if you feel like we are, we are friends who will stay together forever, I'm gonna ask you to cheer. Give your best baby face cheer. If you feel like we are going to turn on each other and you feel like it is imminent, I want you to boo. 
I want you to boo like I just said that Gritty sucks. I want you to boo like I have just specifically turned heel on the city of Philadelphia. Uh, the audience seems into the idea. They they certainly loved gritty. They did. They, they liked the gritty. Pro, pro gritty crowd. And I honestly, <laughs> pro I'm, I'm with them. I'm yeah. with you. Anti-fascist icon. My, my hand is touching your hand, and <laughs> a, a gritty is touching all of our hands. <laughs> so with that, all of that said, that's how the game is going to work. We're going to draw like drop stones in, and then we'll draw a stone out to represent how we did in each round of the tournament until we lose in the finals, and we determine who turns on the other. Make sense? It does. All right. So what we're going to do first, and I'll ask you to make the first pick of the prompt. So we enter into the sweet 16, 16 teams. Uh, and I'm going to ask you to pick, I'm going to ask you to pick a prompt All from right. our four prompts. Yep. And uh, while you do that, I will describe the tag team that we are facing. Sounds good. I think that we are facing probably like not the like most likely team to win. No. Hmm. Who do we want to be facing in the first round? Because I feel like we got in on a bye, so they probably like put us against whatever team they sort of just need in the next round, right? Like they were like, yes, put them against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we're facing one half of like a stable that has split up. So we're facing like, uh, I'm going to say we are facing. The two horsemen. The two horsemen. We're facing the two horsemen. <laughs> Uh, the two horsemen, which are um, in the very yeah, they are they are full on trying to capitalize on like the horsemen cowboy imagery of the moment. So it's like um, it is uh, Lil Hoss and and, and Billy, Billy Chuck and Billy Billy O'Neill is what we'll say their names Excellent. are. And it is a full on Old Town Road gimmick that is like not really working. No. And it just feels like a little awkward, but they need them to face off against the other horsemen who are theoretically supposed to go right. on to the final. And like, and people in the crowd are expecting them to win, right? Yeah. Because like, even though it's not getting over, they're like, being pushed really and like, hard. Yeah, and like they they feel like the promotion is like gonna make this a thing as long as Old Town Road remains a thing. Yeah. I know that we said it was sometime in the past, but it's kind of Archer where like you know. Time sure. periods don't matter. Yeah, it's None funny. of this matters. Yeah. It's wrestling. I feel like Old Town Road has been out for 30 years. It has been. So. We've always had it, and it is a yeah. treasure that will continue to bless our lives for the rest of my existence. <laughs> that and Grady, honestly, is really the, the life things. that we live, and I'm very happy to be in the, this world with yeah. them. Uh, all right. Prompt. Let's, let's go with prompt two, which is detail the lowest point you had as a team. What led okay. you there? How did you help each other overcome this hard time? All right. The lowest point in our... I think it has to be, like, our first title match. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's weird because, like, I think that we we haven't won a ton, you know, but I think that because we were young and up-and-comers, And, and you they know, had, like, pushed us so hard in vignettes and, yeah, like, made us such a big deal. We just sort of came out of the gate and, you know, maybe were awarded, like, a, you know, uh, a title match low on a card yeah. on, on something. And, uh, and really, like, I think we fell really flat. You know, it was clear that we weren't ready. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know... I think. I mean, I can't. I'm not from a wrestling family like you are, but maybe there was some familial pressure with how badly we failed. You know. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. And and like I think 
part of it is also that like yeah it was that like we were kind of just handed this and the audience knew we were handed it sure so there was just no like crowd response to it there was no there was none of that energy of like yeah we're really invested in this it was oh we're just they're gonna get the they're here because they are the next big thing that's gonna challenge for the title right so like that it just wasn't the right moment and we were pushed out there too early yeah and we just got like like and the team that it probably wasn't helped because we're, the team that we were facing was probably like beloved. Sure, absolutely, right. And I think that uh, we were probably no one people expected us to win and be mad about mm-hmm. it, and then they were pleasantly surprised when we lost. Yeah, and we were shocked by that. Yeah, right. Like it was a very much like a. We like an eye opening moment and, for us. And we thought like at worst we were gonna lose and have the crowd like respect us. Like it was gonna be one of those, oh, they didn't win, but they came close. These right. two have potential. Oh. And the crowd just like turned on us. They were just Absolutely. like, Good, you lost. Get the do hell out of here. Do you remember a couple WrestleManias ago when they had the rock raise Roman Reigns' <laughs> hand up? Uh, do you and mean like the, the crowd the just Roman, shit on it? The Roman rumble the, the Roman Rumble. Oh, the, it was the Rumble. Rumble, okay. the rumble in, it was yeah, in yeah, Philly. It was here, right. Philly booed the rock. Yeah. So it, I think it was like that where like they they booked it to have this like mutual respect thing after right where the other like sort of seasoned tag team that everyone loved like raised our hands and shook our hands and you know everything like that but just like the match was so clearly like we weren't yeah. prepared for it that people just didn't buy it and it became sort of like a running joke and i think how i like how i helped you in this hard time was like i probably pulled some strings backstage to get us that match because like i'm queen jack right like this is what i'm this is where i'm supposed to be like the family you know it was going to be a big moment like there was going to be some drama with the family down the road but like they just pulled the plug on it because it wasn't working yeah yeah. and so like i I kind of i pulled it i was like i i I pulled some strings i put some stuff on the line and it just it fell apart and like it fell apart in a very public and noticeable way sure yeah absolutely and I, i think that like you know for me you know maybe the the beginning of the casual nickname is out of this where my defense mechanism of failing in such a public fashion was to stop caring so sure. deeply or at least like put that you know that veneer up that yeah. I didn't care as much and I definitely I definitely probably like this was probably the first rebranding where you know, I I kind of This is where we got the leather jackets. This is where we got the leather jackets. <laughs> and at first they had the like Queen Jack on them and it was like, you know, Ace and the Ace and the Joker or something. Sure, like we were yeah. just like, Yeah, you're the Joker now. And so like it turned into this thing of, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lean on the family, it's gonna rehab our image for a little bit and then we'll break out of their shell. And so we kinda that was kinda how we both kind of reacted to it was I kind of retreated back into my family name and you just kind of said Eh, whatever. It is yeah. what it is. We tried our best. All right. So that's our first scene. Now we are facing we are facing the horsemen in this in this match. So now we're gonna draw each draw <laughs> two horsemen. The two horsemen. We're gonna draw a stone. I'm gonna say honestly. I'm gonna draw a face stone. I feel like I don't feel like there was like a schism that went between us as like in this very public loss, even as we kind of reacted in a specific way. I don't feel like we reacted in a way that put us at odds. So I'm going to drop a face stone into the cup. Sure. Yeah. I think that I, um, I'll say this. I'll, I'm going to draw a heel stone. I can see it going either way, but I'm going to draw a heel stone just out of, 
you know, m- partially mechanically and partially because I think that perhaps there was a schism where you dove back into mm, like, okay, you know, bolstering us back up and you pushed that upon me where I was very clearly like, eh, I'm good. Okay. You know, yeah, I see that. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And All I'm right. going to throw a, a delicious milk right. chocolate chip. Cream. All right. Crowd. You've heard, you saw this moment. You watched this scene unfold. How are you feeling after match number one? The crowd, the crowd is in favor of they match number us. one, so we are going to drop a face stone, a plain-flavored Kit Kat, into the WWE Collector's Cup. Excellent. So now we're going to shake it up. We're going to shake this, and I'm going to ask you, JR, draw Kit Kat. All righty. I'm digging deep because I can see the ones on top. Oh, I drew a face one. Audience members, would someone like to draw a Kit Kat from this cup sure. to tell us... Our audience just doubled in size. All right, we got a mint. Listeners at home. All right, so we uh, just need to know the flavor of the Kit Kat. Um, I got mint. All right. Milk chocolate. All right, so that's a mint and a milk chocolate, which means that. uh, So I'm gonna say. So that's. uh, Can we consume the Kit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'm handing them to the audience. Please eat them. All right. They are Christmas Kit Kats, so at yeah. your own risk. I can't promise I that they're the... fresh. They're not going to be fresh. Yeah, no. they're not fresh, but uh, but they're sealed. They're sealed and they're Kit Kats, so I imagine they're going to live forever. Yeah. Sealed for freshness. Yeah. Exactly. Both of those things are true. So uh, I'm going to write. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to grab my pen and paper. I have a pen. Yeah. Perfect. So I drew a heel. And I drew a face. Yeah. Okay, so that means that because one of us drew a heel, that means that like there was at least a moment where we were something underhanded went in our favor, where the audience kind of pushed, where the storyline kind of pushed us towards being heels. In this match. In this first round match against the two two horsemen. horsemen. Okay. Uh, We're both faces at the moment. We're in a four, a sixteen-team tag team tournament, and at the end of this tournament, we will lose in the finals. And uh, the game is to determine whether our friendship can maintain it or if one of us is going to turn heel on the other and hit him with a chair and shatter our friendship. So I think there's a moment where, like, I think it's, like, out of the... Or there's a moment probably where I distract the ref. If I drew heel, I think there's probably a moment where, like, I don't mean to. Yeah. But, like, uh, something happens where I just, like, grab... or, Or you know what it is? It's a really innocent moment. It's a friendship moment that still comes out heelish. There's a two count where I pull the ref out of the ring. Sure. And I, like, do yeah, the, yeah. I look at my hands and I'm like, oh no, what did I, why did I do that? Why like, am I so violent? Right? Yeah, why did I, why did I make that, ro- yeah. like, make that, ro- like, that choice to, like, why didn't I just let us lose? Like, I could have just let us lose, but I saw you go for, the, I saw them go for the three and I pulled the ref out and I was like, no, we're not ending the match here. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind winning of like, is a powerful drug. It is, and we've never really we've been losers for so long. Forever, that, like it's kind of like it's kind of addicting. Yeah. So yeah, we win the first round. We go on to the second round. It upsets the bracket. The crowd is shocked and confused. So now we go into our second. Um, now we go into our second round of the tournament, which means we're going to pick our second prompt. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, who are we fighting in the oh, second round of the geez. tournament? As I pick our second. Uh, our second of the four prompts. Okay. The prompts are that we are going to show a time before we made it big, near the beginning or formation of our team. Uh, we can cut promos, putting each other over, 
or we can reminisce about our time together outside the ring. I feel like I really want to... I would love to show a time before we made it big. Sounds good. As we're kind of seeing our like story coming up, I feel like that's a good next chapter as we face... What's uh, the team that we're up against? So we're going to be facing the Rap and R&B Express, who okay. are the black ethnic babyface versions of the Rock and Roll Express sure, that sure, they're sure. trying to get over. Yeah, yeah, right. I think they're a lot bigger hit than the than the two horsemen, because I think that they just, like, they have a natural charisma that, like, can't Absolutely, be, Absolutely, like, yeah. It was a lot sure. like how at a Fighter Fest, like, um, what the hell were... Private Party just, like, won the crowd over because they were just legitimately amazing. Yeah. I think it's a lot of that, where people were just like, oh, like, this this shtick shouldn't work. But right. yet it does because these performers are, like, legitimately charismatic. It's, it's like a lot of things in 80s wrestling where it's vi- not even borderline racist. It's just yeah. racist, right? Yeah. But, like, the talent of the performers just transcends work. the... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. uh, these these guys are going to break out on a gimmick that they get to define in, like, five years. Yeah. And they're going to be the biggest names in wrestling. Absolutely. But they're going to lose tonight. They are, to us. So what's a, a moment before we made it big... I think it's not long afterwards. It's probably we've rebranded once. We're no longer the Queen Jacks. We're yep. no longer the, you know, we've created a new gimmick where now we're just, we're kind of just like greasers, right? The jackets have, are just kind of sure. plain. They've yeah. got like patches on them. We carry switchblades to the ring. Yeah. And I think there's this moment where we both, uh, what do I what do I think? Are we baby face greasers? I think we're baby face we're baby face greasers. That is not going to get over. No, it's not. <laughs> but like they're just kind of I think and I think that's part of the problem is there is like management is desperate to figure out what's going to make these two wrestlers connect. So they're just throwing things at the wall. Sure. They're just like you're wearing leather jackets, you're greasers, go. And I think there's this moment where like we drop it. I think there's this moment where we drop it for like half of a match because this is a story where we brought it together and like made us connect for like a short moment yeah and i think we see some of that in the second round where like there's this moment where we're doing like a thing where we're kind of snapping like it's a west side story riff and we just like stop it and just start pummeling the opponents yeah. right and it's like just, a like a great hot tag or something yeah where it just and everything just works hot clotheslines right. and like big bionic elbows and we just go hard yeah, and for like half of the match, and we still lose the 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 match back then. We still lost, but there was this moment where that you could feel there was almost an energy in the crowd of like, right. oh, these guys have something. Yeah, for the first time, there was sort of like a uh, the expectations that the early vignettes foisted upon us were met by our performance in the ring. So I'm gonna ask you, casual uh, casual Dan Sexton. Yes. What was it about Ace the King Queen Jack that like made you for a brief moment like want to get serious and really commit? You know, I think that I just, I saw in the moment how hard you were trying to, to get this over. You know, outside of the ring, you were consistently coming up to me with ideas to mm-hmm. make something that was so obviously stupid. Yep work on some level and you know I never really paid attention to it I never really wanted to you know participate because I you know I thought it was stupid and I said as much but in the match in the moment you know because we spent so much time on the road together up and down you know I just I felt like I couldn't let you down and we were fighting so hard and 
I just wanted to to put myself out there for you. I love it. Yeah. I think that the thing that I saw, I think I think you were the one that dropped it, right? Like I tagged you in, and you just went. You were how you were a look a legitimate house of fire, and I'd never seen that before for all of our like weird gimmicks and rebranding. And I was just like, oh my god, like this could be something. And so I probably like tag in, and then I just get beaten and rolled up, and like that's what costs us that match. Sure, which I don't, you know, again, I don't care about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I maybe I feel a little let down, but you know, I put myself out there. It failed. Mm -hmm. I'm used to that, right? Yeah. It's happened a couple of times. So, you know, no hard feelings. Yeah. So, I, all right. Maybe so some that's, hard feelings. That's like our big moment, right? That's our, that's our scene. So now we're going to... Uh, so what we're going to do is we are going to draw... We're going to drop two more Kit Kats into the cup. We're going to... I'm going to grab this Kit Kat and put it back in here because yep. I don't remember how many I have. Uh, and we're going to... If, if we feel like, if each of us feels like our friendship will persevere, if we feel like that was a story about our friendship coming together and surviving in hard times, we will, we will, we will call for a baby face token, which is a plain flavored Kit Kat. If we feel like there was a schism in our friendship, we will drop in a heel token. I will ask the same of the audience after we've dropped ours. If you feel like it was a, a story of friendship, I want you to cheer. If it was a story of like of people going in different directions, I want you to boo. Not yet, because we still have to discuss. All right. JR, how are you feeling? You know, for me, I, I'm going to say I'm going to put in a face token. Uh, I because, actually think I'm going to do the same. Yeah, because I think that... You know, I put myself out there for you, which, you know, you'd yep. always asked me to. I felt like it brought us closer together. And maybe I felt like even though, you know, we lost, you understood where I was coming from sure. a little yeah, bit. Sure, yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. All right, crowd, how are you feeling about that scene? <laughs> the crowd loved it. The crowd was in favor. So absolutely. we're going to drop another face token. In, and now I'm going to ask crowd members to come up and draw exactly two tokens out of this, out of this WWE Collector Cup. Just two, yeah. Sorry, draw two. No, yeah, draw, draw two, yeah. All right, one. We got a heel token and a face token. Right. So that's a heel. That's a face for me and a heel for JR. All right. So uh, that means that, yeah, what was, what was the moment where you kind of teased it being a villain as we came out on top in the second round and moved into the semifinals of the tag team tournament? You know, I think that... Uh, you already did the, you pulled the ref out yep. of the ring here. Um, so in this one, I think that maybe, oh, here's it, here's it. So they were getting ready for like a big hot tag, right? You were down in the middle of the ring. You know, uh, it's, that, it's that moment that's in every tag match where both wrestlers are down and they're crawling towards their corner. Yep. And I see that, you know, you're not close to me, but the other guys are close to, to each other. And I run around to the outside and I pull the guy oh, off the apron no. so he can't make the tag. Yeah. And so um, then, like, I kind of get time to kind of roll to the corner. I make the tag. Yep. And we, I think we see a little bit of that same House of Fire mentality from you where, like, you bring him down. But there was that moment where, like... That's not just, like, desperation. That was a conscious, like, sure. decision. Sure. It was the only thing that I could think because I, I thought back to those moments where I, you know, again, it wasn't out of me being, me wanting to be a bad guy or yeah. a bad person. I just, you know, I'm, uh, this is our time. It's finally a time we, we, we've won two matches in a row for the first time ever, right? Yep. Let's, let's just see what we can do. Let's keep it going, yeah. you know? And so we win. We're in the semifinals. There are four teams left in this tournament. We are one of them. There are three other teams. So we move into the we move into round three. Uh, I'm going to ask you to pick a prompt as I say that we are fighting 
uh, The Weekend Warriors, uh, and that is Freelance Freddy Uberlift, and uh, Paid by the Hour Wade Powers. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, How do I top that? I love last? making up terrible wrestling names. It's something that I do in my spare time. I, I have a Word document that I literally just go, that's a funny wrestler name. That's Let me put good, that down. That's a good name. Good. Those are good. All right. Uh, we're going to do prompt four. I was hoping we were going to do prompt four. Yeah. Which is we reminisce about our time together outside of the ring. Create a story about a time you two spent just hanging out and relaxing with one another. Because, yeah, we probably travel together. We travel right? up and down. We're traveling. We're, we're territory guys. I think, and I think we kind of have to go where we're needed, right? We're not sure. big enough to kind of like go where we want to go or where the action is. We kind of have to go where, hey, we, you, we, hey, you're needed here. Right. The goal of every wrestler is to be able to turn down bookings, yeah, right? We have never turned down a booking. We've never turned down a booking. No. Yeah. Those $20 are important. They are. And yeah. so, yeah, like, what, where do we, let me ask you, where do we stop on the way to a, to a show that we're going to? Um, oh, gosh. All right. Um, how about this? We get snowed in at a rest stop on the Tennessee border. Okay, I like that. All right. And so, yeah, I think we're snowed in at a rest stop. It is, uh, it is one of those like weirdly nice rest stops. I think it's, it's a rest stop that's built it's around like a truck like stop. A, right? Yeah, and it's built around a um, like a like a natural attraction. Like there's just like a like a really beautiful cliff. So it's got like a museum of things that happened at the cliff. And there's like a picture of William Howard Taft there signing something. <laughs> like it's one of those ones. It's an old you're, mining town. You're like, why is this on this rest stop? Like what is happening here? And we're just like stuck here. Yeah. So yeah, like what is what is what is what is, what is what does casual Dan do when you're just stuck in this place? Like what is your what is your your downtime activity? You know, I think that for two sort of career wrestlers, even though we've spent a ton of time together, we've never really talked mm -hmm. about things that aren't wrestling related. Oh. So I think that initially, at first, our conversation is just reminiscing, yep. right? It's just talking about times that we, well, in our case, almost won, right? Yep. And I think that that conversation sort of naturally morphs into something more personal. I think so. Yeah. And I think that there's, like, there's this moment where there's this awkwardness of, like, you ever go out to, like, drink with a coworker? And, like, you realize there's this moment where you're like, we can't talk about work anymore, but you don't think you're fully, like, ready to be like, let's talk about life stuff. So you just, so there's probably, like, a period where we're, like, straining to be like, oh, and then there was this other time wrestling story that we could talk about. And then, like, that kind of fades out. But I, and I think, like, it takes us a while to get to a point where we're talking about, like, other hobbies and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that, what do they say? There's an awkward pause in conversation every 10 minutes or so. I think we've had yeah. our share. Um, but, you know, I think we just sort of power through and we end up talking all night. Yeah. And I think we get to this. I think that, yeah, I think we, 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 do, we start just talking. I think there's a lot of, like... I think because I think true to his name, like I think he named himself because he loves playing cards. And I think like Ace finally just breaks out a deck and is like, hey, you, you, you want to play like blackjack or gin rummy? And we like having a game to play together really sure. like facilitates that conversation because then we have something to not awkwardly pause on. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, I do think that we just like talk until the roads are clear. And then 
like, I guess the question is that I'm going to ask you, and this is the tough question. Do, does does casual Dan like immediately jump on the opportunity to get back on the road, or is that that feeling of like let's keep hanging out here? No, I think that we both uh, jump on the opportunity to get back on the road because I think that it's brought our resolve to continue okay. to make these bookings yeah. even closer, right? Like it it has to be you know like psyche shattering in some way to like drive town to town yep. and like put all these miles on your body and continually lose. Right. Yeah. And maybe one or both of us, maybe out of this conversation at various points, we were both expecting the other person to say, I don't think I can do this for much longer. Oh, right. I hate that, but I love it. And uh, it never happens. Right. Because we have these other things. And then by the time the road's clear, we sort of recommit to making this yeah. booking and we get there and we lose we, of but course we, we lose. But, we, but, it, but like that's probably that might even be the match where like we almost put it together. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like that might why be not? the match before that like that's the one we almost click on. Yeah. Because for that brief moment we're like, what if we did give this our all? Absolutely. Oh, I love that. All right. I'm I I do think I'm gonna throw in a heel token though. Okay. Because I think there's that moment where like we do both jump at that opportunity despite and I think it comes like right in the middle of like a real heart to heart. I think that we're both like, oh, we can get back on the road. Let's get back on the road. Yeah. Like, I think it comes at this moment where, like, we don't continue to connect. And, like, we still feel like we're coworkers and not friends. We still haven't made that jump to friend yet. Right. For me, I'm going to put in a face token All again. Right. Just because, I, you know. No, I think that's me, a good, uh, that's... it really went either way for me. And so yeah. I, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. Crowd, what were you feeling? How are you feeling at the end of that scene? Woo! Crowd, crowd's propping a face Faces token. all around. JR, would you like to draw a candy bar out of the out of out of the WWE commemorative sure. cup? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Whoa. I got a heel one. All right. I am gonna draw. I'm gonna turn away. I'm gonna reach down. I'm gonna grab a Kit Kat. I drew a face. Okay. All right. So what's what's the what's the moment in which you kind of turn on the match a little bit? What's the what's the heelish thing that 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 uh, that Dan pulls out here? Who are we fighting again? They we had, are oh the weekend warriors. The weekend warriors. Yeah, the weekend That's, warriors. Uh, All right. Fra- um, freelance Freddie Uberlift and paid by the hour Wade Powers. Um, I think that my I have to escalate my heel things yep. right like it there. That's wrestling. So, um. After pulling someone off the apron in the last match, I think in this one, I outright cheat. Oh, right? no. Right? I have yeah, to. You gotta. I think that's the only way. I go big or go home, right? I think that there's an opportunity where maybe there's incidental contact with the referee, right? And the referee is down and out, and he can't see it, and I just... It's a crime of opportunity. Yep. And I, uh, you know, I... I pull the turnbuckle pad off and ram somebody's face into the turnbuckle or something yep. like that. And uh, and that way they're out. When the referee comes back, you know, I pull you over for the cover and you're the legal man and you yep. win. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the set. That's the semifinals, which puts us in the finals of the tournament, which means we are at the finals of the game. This is the last thing that we're going to do, which means it's honestly, which honest, I hate, but it means that we're here for the heel turn. So we fa- we come to the finals Potential of the tournament. We come well. I'm looking at the number because here's here's how the game and here's how the end of the game works. We come to the finals of the tournament. We are facing the people that are going to become the tag team champions, and we, with all of this momentum that the crowd has seen us like 
cheat and, and, and hustle our way here. We've probably won them over. Like, we are still the underdogs, and we come up short. Absolutely. We lose. Yep. We don't pull off the win. So now, and so what we're going to do is we are each going to cut a brief promo about why the other one is a great talent, you know, why we've stuck together, something that we admire. And then you're going to turn on me, and we're gonna, you're going to describe how Dan... Oh, I have to. Dan, That's how you it works. You, okay. have, yeah. you have drawn more heel stones, which means that Dan, after this match, is going to turn on Ace the King, Queen Jack. All right. Who goes first? Does it matter? Uh, I'll cut a parma. Okay. Because I know exactly what I want to say, because I want to make it hurt real good. <laughs> um, a lot of people talk about casual Dan Sexton. A lot of people say that he just doesn't have the fire. But I'll tell you something. You can't drive up and down every, every two-bit venue, every bingo hall and armory in this, in this uh, the, the armpits of this country without showing a lot of fire and determination. And when it comes down to it, Dan's going to do what it takes to win. Dan's got a champion in him. He's just got to bring it out. And the finals of this tournament, when we step into those rings and we stare down champ and crowbar, that's going to be, we're going we're gonna to come out, we're going to come out Big winners. And I'm telling you, you're going to see a different Dan Sexton out there than you've ever seen before. Because that, that man is a champion, and he is a hero. And I believe in casual Dan Sexton. That was a very good promo. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to follow that up. So I, I'm sorry, just to be clear on the rules. So my promo is prior to our yeah, match that we prior lose. to the okay. finals about why you, why, why you think we're going to win and what you admire about Ace the King, Queen Jack. Ace the Queen, Ace the King, Queen Jack. That is hard to say. Ace the King, Queen Jack. Ace Queen Jack. Ace Queen Jack has been my partner since we broke into this business, and there have been low points for us. Most of our career has been low points, truthfully, but he has stuck by me through thick and thin. He's someone who has people in this business looking after him, and at any point. He could have gone off and done something different and left me in the dust. And he stood by me. And all I've been doing in this tournament is trying to make up for lost time and trying to make sure that he can get the ending for his career that he needs. Whew. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So we lose. We, we lose. come up short. We Champion Crowbar are your, are your inaugural tag team champions. What happens after the, tell me what happens after the match. You have drawn more heel tokens in this match, which means it there is... There is a heel turn. Oh, wait, no, we're each supposed to draw, we're each supposed to put in, we're, we're supposed to do one more round of stones. Oh. Uh, I'm putting in, I gotta put, I mean, I gotta put in a face stone. I really feel like, I feel like the promos that we cut, we believe in each other. Sure, yeah, I mean, I think that that's true for me too, right? I'm gonna... Crowd, if you felt like we were friends, if you felt like our friendship holds true, I need you to cheer. If you feel like we're doomed to split up, I need you to boo right now. The crowd is cheering. We're dropping a face. All right. All right. JR, please draw your okay. final stone. That's heel. Oh, I think oh, I turned you're, heel. You're turning heel. Yeah. Oh, I drew a face, which means you. So, how do you turn heel? What does it look like? So, we lose, right? Yeah, we lose. We absolutely just, we just get out. I don't think we get annihilated. We, it's necessarily. a close. It's, we, we get a shine, but we get, a, we get just. Yeah. They're, they're, they just. They don't get an opportunity they're just better wrestlers yeah absolutely there's no shame in losing to better people but at the same time like i've lost to better people my whole career mm -hmm. and i 
for whatever reason, this is the time. Sometimes you just snap, yeah. right? And I think that you try afterwards to to do that sort of mutual respect thing. Like we went as far as we could. You want to do like a hug and mm-hmm. maybe we do it. And, you know, we try and get the, the cheers from the crowd and they're, they're finally cheering they're for finally, us. They're finally cheer. They finally invested in us. And that's what turns me, you know, like this is it, right? Like Ow, we, we did our whole thing and the crowd now is into it. We've been doing this forever. So I take it out on you. However yep. unfortunate that is. That's yep. I think it's just it's it's absolutely just the running forearm to the back of the neck. I go down, trashes in the ring, and that's heel turn three. That's heel turn three. We did it. The booze rain in, and that's game. Yeah. Jr. Thank you for playing this game with me. Of course, it was a pleasure. Absolute delight. Uh, Where can people find you and your work online? Uh, So, like I said, um, I'm on Twitter at Wrestling Bubble. I have a Patreon, which is uh, most of my games. And some wrestling essays, which is uh, patreon.com slash cementville. Um, and I'm on itch as well, where uh, most of my games get housed. Um, I've got a couple of wrestling games up there if you want to play those. Uh, and I've got a bunch of other stuff. There's more stuff coming out this month, too. Excellent. So, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, this was a blast. Oh, uh, and if you can find a link to the Pro Wrestling Game Jam, where this game was created, as well as, I believe, 15 other games about professional wrestling, uh, you can find a link to that in the show notes or at itch.io slash pwgameslam2k19. Um, Thank you so much to the Philly Podcast Festival. Thank you to Indie Hall, Hall, Tattooed Moms, the National Liberty Museum, World Cafe Live, New Media Touring, Fireball Printing. Everything is awesome. Thank you for running the the audio. I appreciate it. Uh, OB Media Podcasting Services, Philly Banner Express, Tea House Screen Printing, Bridge Set Sound, and of course the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. Uh, you can find us at partyofonepodcast.com, on Twitter at partyofonepod. Uh, the show is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. The show could not happen without, uh, without, without Jen and without my... You know, you know, I, shout out to Jen. The show couldn't happen without her. But... Um, uh, you know, uh, let's see. What else do I normally say at the end of episodes? Uh, we, uh, there's another podcast you can listen to. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by listener prompts. And uh, that is it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Philadelphia. Thank you, Tattooed Moms. That is a wrap. Also, if anybody wants Kit Kats, we have so many more Kit Kats. But know that they are very old. <laughs>